Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, empowerment coach and spiritual feminist. And today I have the pleasure of sharing time with Stacy Hoffer, a transformational life coach, soul alignment living blogger, and author and sacred circle holder. Welcome, Stacy. Mm, thank you, Joni. It's such a pleasure to be here today. Mm, I'm so glad you could join us. Let me share with our listeners what you're all about, or at least a part of what you're about. So Stacy has a deep knowledge regarding the ancient divine feminine wisdom, and she loves to work with women who are ready to listen and to trust their own inner wisdom. She's a self-love guide, and she helps women choose self-love over fear, guilt, shame, and stress. She knows how to exquisitely listen and to witness her clients and to hold space for them. And her message that she wants to share for women is all about living your best life, honoring your body, your mind, and your spirit, practicing peace, love, and happiness, and trusting your own inner feminine wisdom. Mm. And that's why I invited you here today, Stacy, because you are such a powerful vehicle for the feminine. Mm. Thank you. Yes. So I would love to hear about what's present in your relationship with the feminine these days. Hmm. Great question. Oh, I feel like it's a, it's a spiral. It's a vision that just came to me. I was like, it's a spiral and it's like a sun with lots of rays because it's just coming mm. and flowing and back and forth with the divine feminine in so many areas of my life. Um, what is really present right now is the energy and the frequency of the great mother. And I was very fortunate the last 18 moons have been studying the divine feminine through the 13 moon mystery school and a very powerful, wise, divine feminine downloads of Ariel Spillsbury. And last night was on a call with the sanctuary of the open heart, mm. really embodying the vibration of the great mother. Mm. And for me, that is myself being the great mother and also being able to lean into and be held by the great mother. Mm. 
It sounds like a beautiful experience and a beautiful state. Can you tell us how that shows up in your day-to-day -day life or how it's showing up for you today? Yeah, so the mantra for the Great Mother archetype is I surrender, I receive. Mm. And when I when I say that mantra, when I chant that mantra, and even when I fill in the blanks of that mantra, it raises my vibration and allows me to connect with my inner feminine essence, knowing that when I surrender fear, I will always receive unconditional love. Mm. And that's a lot of what my self-love work is all about, the work that I have done in my own self-love journey and the self-love coaching that I do is about choosing unconditional love, choosing love for yourself, receiving that love, mm -hmm. and letting go of and surrendering the fear mm. of choosing love over fear. Yes. And can you give our listeners an example, like a real life example, either that one of the women you've worked with or you yourself have had where you were able to to do that practice or that process? Yeah, it's a process that I do over and over again as I elevate and as I expand. And so I do it at a larger level. And then I also do it on a daily level when fear or stress comes into my daily life. So on a daily level, it's a practice that I do to be able to open my heart and expand. Mm. Right. So I have two little boys that have lots <laughs> of energy and they're not so little anymore. They're bigger, bigger kids, but they have lots of energy and, um, really need to be like surrendering perfection, surrendering <laughs> what I think it's what I think dinner is supposed to look like, right? So I can have that open heart so I can be in an expanded state of presence mm. to take in all their yummy energy, even if it's not the way that I thought it was supposed to look, right? So surrendering expectation so I can really receive that present moment and that high powered energy that they have. Mm. Um, take that in. Yes. So it, it sounds like it's a, a real embodiment, both of your, your heart and your body, so that it's you're letting go of perhaps the mind's or the ego's agenda about it's supposed to look this way or expectations or 
need for it to be a certain way to to be with what is just showing up for you mm, yes yes so one of um one of the powerful tools of the great mother is being able to be in empty presence mm-hmm. and and last night during during the call i heard it in, in a, just a different way that really spoke to me that I feel called to share. And and it's a perfect example if there are any moms out there listening, how they're interacting with their kids, or really anyone listening who is interacting with people who might trigger them. <laughs> and it's this idea of instead of speaking from the mind, right? So it's like coming from the top of your head and going through you. Mm. Is slowing down enough mm. to really tap into your heart and from a great mother, you know, perspective, your womb, mm. where that wisdom is coming up and out and speaking from a place of heart knowing versus from coming like down from your mind and out. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm struck by that statement from the top of your head because that is, that is a cliche that we use, just speaking off the top of your head. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that idea of really coming from somewhere deeper inside of you, which implies that you have to be slowing down enough to access that part of yourself. Yes which in our hectic pace, busy, do, 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 stress-filled lives can feel sometimes nearly impossible. But you're, you are saying it's not. It's not impossible that we can do that. Yes, definitely. And one of the things that I have found is the very first step is slowing down. Mm. And I have not found a way, so if it's out there, I would love to know. <laughs> Any other way to, to sink into my heart and my soul and my inner knowing and speaking my truth from like, my feminine truth from like the core of who I am, hmm. I am not able to do that in this like very fast-paced, over-stimulating, over-scheduled world, I'm not able to do that unless I slow down. And when I slow down, I'm able to raise my vibration and my frequency where I can then speak from my feminine truth. Mm. So I feel a question emanating from the listeners like, well, how do you do that? How do you get anything done? How do you move through your life? Great question. What I, what I found was when I wasn't slowing down, I was running around but wasn't necessarily getting anything done. Mm. And when I learned how to start my day or start a meeting by slowing down, mm -hmm. 
I was able to focus more, which allows me to create more. Mm. So when I slow down and set an intention, I can then focus on my intention and create from that intention. Mm. So that to me sounds like the ultimate sacred feminine flow. Mm. Maybe I should write that down. <laughs> that just came out of me. <laughs> yeah, it's what I do, but I've never actually like put it in a structured flow. I've never said it like that. So yeah, I'll listen to this recording. Yes, I suggest you write that down and copyright it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's um, it. It's just it's really true, and and um. And the, the work that I do or what I end up creating is is deeper and richer because of that process. And it flows so much easier, right? So what I would say, it flows with ease and grace because of the fact that I slow down enough to set an intention. Mm. Thinking about writing or just my to-do list, right? So if I'm running and running around and my wheels are always constantly spinning in my head, you know, it, my head gets cluttered and I'm distracted. And so I might be running around and being busy, but I'm not necessarily productive. Mm. Or effective. Or effective. Beautiful. Yes. So it seems as though you have gotten quite accomplished at partnering with the sacred feminine flow, that you have learned to do that. Yes. And can I ask, have you always lived this way? No. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Just wanted to check. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know, um, I think there's a whole book that could be written around the the myths and and disbeliefs around conventional wisdom. Mm. And being in the feminine and studying the divine feminine and studying self-love, I've come to realize and embody and trust my inner wisdom over conventional wisdom. Mm. And conventional wisdom is really sneaky. And it, it put me on paths, my, my younger self, on paths that weren't in alignment with my heart and soul. But it was, you know, conventional wisdom. It was what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, um, I feel like I was classic convention, had conventional wisdom syndrome. <laughs> That's the <laughs> thing, right? Like went to college, got the job, got the bigger job, got my master's, got married, got the house, got the kids, got the bigger job, mm. you know, and 
I did everything I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Everything that the external world, the American dream was supposed to do and woke up realizing that none of what I created other than my beloved family was in alignment with my heart and soul, my heart and soul and my heart and soul desires. Mm. So I had the paycheck and I had the big job and my soul was starving. Mm. I was fully depleted and I knew in the core of my being that I had a greater purpose Mm. and that I wasn't living it and that I didn't come through the cosmos to this planet to live in this time to be doing, you know, to doing unsoulful and or corporate mundane work was mm. not in alignment. And it's when my, my journey of returning to myself, to what I call soul alignment living began. Mm. And it required making big choices that were aligned with my heart and soul that conventional wisdom would have said otherwise. Right. So trusting that inner knowing, trusting that innate wisdom. Hmm. And yeah, so it's, it's hearing it, receiving it. So hearing your inner wisdom, hearing your inner wisdom, receiving your inner wisdom, and then taking small but mighty actions towards that alignment. Mm. So even when I was in my corporate job, the last two years, I was hearing that inner wisdom of leaving, but I wasn't yet ready to take action because the fear was huge. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, that, so yeah, so looking back, you know, I was living on the fear grid inside this conventional wisdom lie, you know, that I was living and really making those choices of choosing my inner wisdom over conventional wisdom and choosing self-love and self-trust over fear Mm. allowed me to slow down and connect with my feminine essence and trust it and then live in according to it. And take, as you said, that small but mighty action step by step by step. Mm -hmm. And even to this day, it's small but mighty actions. Uh, Moving my body is one of uh, the whispers of the divine feminine of just moving my body. It um, is something that the sacred feminine has been telling me for a long time and I've been resisting it. Mm. So there's always, right. So I'm still growing and there's still always room for more. And, um, so I've been dancing Mm. even yesterday, went to my dance class, but around an hour before that, my egos gave me every reason not to go. (laughs) 
I mean, so many reasons. And they were so good. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to hold on to that one. It's like, no, your heart and soul, this is your heart and soul desire is to dance and to move mm. and, you mm. know, to, to shimmy your feminine curves. And I went. But, Yay. Um, <laughs> you know, as, um, you know, we're soulful beings having a human experience, and we have, you know, what some of my mentors call inner mean girls, and we have our egos that still um, want to resist living in soul alignment, you know, in, in living in alignment with your heart and soul. And that's why it's a practice. Yes. And that living in the pleasure of the body, sometimes we resist that. Yes. So... I'm curious how it sounds like you made the jump from a corporate job to something different. Just how this shift in opening and trusting your inner wisdom and opening to the feminine so profoundly has affected your experience with money or your relationship, how it's changing, what, what's present these days there. Sure. Yeah. So my relationship with money is um, always continuing to evolve from when I left my corporate job and having to build a new relationship with money back in 2011 um, to where I am right now. And, and a couple things come to mind. One is One of the things that I've discovered is when I am the most aligned with my heart and soul and I am contributing and offering my, my gifts and my services from a place of love, there seems to be a stronger relationship with money. One of the things that is very true for me right now is more than ever before, I'm really standing in my power and standing in my truth and offering my services and offering my gifts from a place of true love and and I say that it's really around like love over fear. And in the past, I, and even my most recently, I've been offering social media services to my beloveds. And although it's something that I was passionate about, what I've really come to realize is that I was hiding behind the computer. I was hiding behind social media and supporting other people, uh, other people being seen, other people being visible. Mm. And when I went deeper on my own spiritual journey and realized that my true essence and my true offering is working one-on-one -on -one and working in groups with women and helping them live in alignment with their heart and soul, and not receiving money through social media services, but 
receiving an exchange for helping women slow down and tap into their heart and soul desires, which is really what I'm here to do. Mm. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm fully stepping into that and fully allowing myself to be seen as someone who can hold space for women, then people are able to see me and my message is able to be amplified. And so opportunities are coming my way. More opportunities are coming my way, which is giving me more opportunities for abundance and it's coming to me with more ease and grace than my social media clients ever did. Mm. Wow. So that is so huge. Just that idea of being seen for coming out with your true gifts and your true purpose and how that has shifted your flow around money or we'll say the struggle piece or the having to quote work for it is that's really big and yeah how wonderful for you to be in that place yeah and it really requires shedding layer by layer the fear and the judgment even some shame mm to truly stand in in my power, in our power, and in your power of being who you truly are. Yes, it does. Mm. And I, I know that there are women that are listening that need to hear that and that are um, so welcoming that even as the fear may still be there or vestiges of shame mm -hmm. or the old beliefs. Yeah. It's that conventional wisdom syndrome of, I, I wish I had a job that my mother could explain to her friends. <laughs> she's a doctor. She's a lawyer. She's an accountant. And, a divine feminine whisperer it doesn't go over so well in the conventional wisdom world <sighs> stories behind it not yet anyway <laughs> <laughs> not yet you're right yes my children what i do for a living and my little one will say she's a priestess oh wonderful <laughs> and he's right <laughs> he's right yeah, a um, modern modern day priestess. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing I think that is like, that's helping me amplify and like, raise my vibration to be seen, to be able to collaborate and meet with the right women that I'm meant to collaborate with and serve, is is doing my own self care in my own daily practices mm -hmm. of. Um, taking care of myself. So when, when I take care of myself, then I have the, the energy and I'm at a high vibration where I can be amplifying. Yes. And when I don't take care of myself physically, mentally, spiritually, 
then I want to hide. And what I've learned about money is that when I hide, people can't find me and they don't, they don't (laughs) know what I do. And so it blocks money. And when I take care of myself and, you know, again, it's the flow. When I take care of myself, my heart feels open. And when my heart feels open, I'm expanded. And when I'm in expansion, people can can feel me and see me and understand what I have to offer. Yes, they can resonate with your vibration and feel drawn to that. Yes. So we we need to shift gears. Um, I wanted to ask if you had an experience where you have trusted your sacred feminine flow that you would like to share with us. Yeah, I'll share a, a recent example. I am I'm the director of the Love Club. Mm. It's a self-love program with Christina Rilo. And we created um, a new a new level of the Love Club where women will gather in in sacred circles and small circles. And it's this beautiful offering. And we were going to um, invite people into this new offering a, a couple weeks ago. And it, the timing just didn't feel right from just from like a feminine flow perspective. There was, there was pressure. It, there was, there were some technology difficulties um, and it just didn't feel like it was the right time. There wasn't anything logical about mm-hmm. not hitting the go button, but it didn't feel like it was in the feminine flow. And instead of pushing and pressure and stress and getting it out, we really allowed ourselves to sit in empty presence and feel into this circle and the circles that we want to offer and to feel into our beloveds and really just breathing and from our heart knowing versus our mind really felt that we've created this beautiful offering and now wasn't the time to offer it. Hmm. So we created it, but knowing that we are building and growing the love club in the feminine way, decided that we would wait hmm. until there was a natural flow for this beautiful offering. Hmm. So it's sitting on a shelf proverber- proverbially until you have that inner sense that it's time yes that that is courageous Mm. and it's it's a commitment to do business in the feminine Mm. Mm -hmm. yes i I so appreciate that and just the idea of sometimes it, it, it would not make sense if you had to explain it to a traditional board of directors, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it does pay off. <laughs> yes. Using our intuition, using our feminine intuition, using our feminine heart knowing. Yes, it does pay off. So our final question today, Stacy, is um, 
what would you tell your younger self from this perspective? What wisdom would you share with her from who you are today and what you've grown into? Mm. I would tell my younger self, I would invite my younger self to explore and study the divine feminine, mm. the sacred feminine. I would point her in the direction of sacred circles, of women's circles, of girl circles, and I would I would want her to sit in circle and be in the mystery at, at a younger age, mm. always in awe of women who are studying the divine feminine, who are 20, 21, and I didn't even know it existed. And if I, if I could have raised my younger self from a place of divine love and, and brought her circles. And so, you know, and, and so that's why I say to my younger self and anyone listening who might be younger than I am, or um, if we have teenagers listening or anyone in their twenties or even their thirties, um, what a gift to give yourself to be able to, connect into your divine feminine wisdom. Mm. Aho. Mm. Aho. Yes. Well, thank you so much. It it was it's been such a gift to have you here, Stacy, and just the powerful transmission that's come through today from the great mother through you and from the deep feminine. Is, is such a gift to me and I know to our listeners. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And, and thank I, you for doing this beautiful work. You're so welcome. And if um, women would like to reach you, I know that they can contact you at your website, which is stacyhoffer.com. And that's S-T-A-C-E-Y-H-O-F-F-E-R.com. And anywhere else? And then I'm also on all social media platforms as Evolving Stacy. Hmm. I love that. <laughs> and EvolvingStacy.com also takes you to my website. Okay, wonderful. So I want to say thank you, dear listener, for joining us today and to remind you to always trust what your heart knows. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes.